Ah, yes. Absolutely. Uh, love having Megan on the air. It's been a while. Uh, Megan, thanks for taking time with us this morning to give us all the details of where we're headed uh, next week and a little bit of the uh, the week after. Uh, of course, the listeners are uh, uh, going to be uh, going along with us in a way. I uh, hope to, to kind of bring people along virtually sharing all kinds of the sights and the scenes but i'll let you break the news where are we going my beautiful wife megan joining us here on the wmay morning news feed good morning oh hold on a second i gotta push the right i gotta push the right button all right now now you're on the air see i screwed that up that was me i screwed that up okay all right uh so break the news here we are here's the here's the drum roll all right we're gonna we're gonna get this ready all right where are we going all right listeners are gonna be very surprised i know right we're we're going to Iceland. Oh, yeah! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, the question I get all the time, Megan, is uh, how many times have you guys gone to Iceland? This will be number four. Number four. Four times. So the first time we went was, what, 2017? That's right. And then uh, we went uh, again in 2018 and then early 2019, right? Yes. So we kind of went uh, year after year, but we went in different times, uh, different times of yeah. the year, which really kind of gives you uh, vastly different experiences. Uh, so we'll talk about what's exciting this time around. But let's review some of uh, the previous times we went. 2017, of course, we've always, both of us, we've been together since high school, We've wanted to go to Iceland forever, uh, never really knowing too much about it, uh, knowing that some of the incredible musics come from that island, uh, then seeing some videos and images of just the incredible stuff that they've got on the ground. Uh, we, we delved into it, but I got to give you the credit. You did all the research <laughs> on being able yeah. to tackle Iceland uh, in a... In a uh, in a in a very uh, efficient manner, I should say. Uh, so uh, tell us about uh, the the uh, previous times we've gone and some of the things that uh, you you set out in researching so that we could hit the ground and run. Sure. So when we're when you're very tired uh, next week, when I'm when I'm dragging you around the island, just remember it's in the name of efficiency. That's, okay. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Because I'm going to be driving all over the place, and uh, it's it's quite the sights and scenes. But uh, it is a and I'm just bossing you around. Yeah, uh, and you got the GPS out, and you're uh, you're definitely uh, the one that's uh, that's guiding the trip, and I can't pronounce anything. Uh, so uh, you're you're my guide uh, essentially. So uh, just talk about the research and and all the things that you've done to really bring about the easiest type of uh, uh, trek that we can uh, we can make happen. Okay, so you can do Iceland um, in a very calm and touristy way. You know, they they have wonderful tour companies that you can hire, and you can stay in Pashi hotels if you want. But we've we've never done that. We've always gone the um, camper van or truck camper route, and that's kind of why we keep going back because we are doing very different things when we're there. Um, Iceland, being an island, um, they have a road that goes all around the circumference of the island that's called the Ring Road. So the first year that we went, we rented a camper van. It was not a 4 by 4 vehicle. Um, So we were limited to basically the outskirts of the island. Um, It is actually illegal to take cars on the mountain roads um, that can't handle them, and for good reason, because people get very hurt and sometimes die. Um, 
there's a lot of. I, I will say uh, it's it's pretty amazing to see some of the headlines out of Iceland. It's like they have more people die in Iceland that aren't Icelanders. They're visitors to Iceland because they're just being reckless in some of these areas. Or it, it, they they don't understand the power of nature, right? And that even, you know, being from Illinois and being used to uh, tornadoes coming through and the awesome power of nature, right. It's a different story there. You know, that their weather is totally different. They're affected by the Gulf Stream, so changes can literally happen in an instant. And we've had some real nail biters yeah. um, in high-profile vehicles and in extreme gales. Um, so we've been very scared, you know, and, you know, you, you learn the tricks. You, you learn to park your car into the nose of the wind All so right. that you don't rock as much All and... Right. Hope that you don't wind up on the cover of the Icelandic newspaper. That's exactly right. Another dumb tourist. That's so exactly you, you right. Do your best to be safe. But a lot of the planning, uh, and we're talking with my my wife Megan uh, about the trip we're getting ready to take uh, again to Iceland. I know it's a huge surprise to people. We're going back to Iceland. Oh, look at that! Uh, this will be our fourth time going to Iceland, but uh, uh, it's it's really just it turned into something that's so easy to implement because of the research that Megan's put into in the previous three times that we've gone. So uh, we get a camper van. That doesn't mean we're shackled to having to get to a hotel room one particular night and being stuck in that area for that night because we reserved a hotel room. So getting a camper van uh, and comparing the costs of staying in a camper van versus staying in a hotel every night and having to stick to that schedule, it's so much more freeing to have that camper van. Uh, but you also have to find uh, campsites. You got to you know put up with wearing the same clothes sometimes several days in a row, maybe skip a shower one day, uh, doing a lot of camp cooking and whatnot uh so there's a, there's that draw but there are other draws as well megan uh tell us of course we've seen glacier bay with huge chunks of icebergs floating in the middle of a of a, a glacial lake we've seen uh incredible mountain ranges uh the wonderful uh food that's uh, that's on the ground there but there's something else that happened earlier this year uh or earlier was it last year or this year i can't even remember anymore when did we have a new site developed to go see in iceland um it was actually march 19th of this year Wow. So this year, just a few months ago, uh, they had a whole bunch of earthquake activity and then something surfaced. Yes. Um, they actually didn't realize it at first. I mean, they knew something was coming because they had seen an increase in seismic activity on this particular peninsula, the um, Reykjanes Peninsula, um, which is very near um, the capital city of Reykjavik. And people started, I think it was very late at night, and it was still getting dark at that point, still kind of winter time, and they saw a glow on the horizon, and it was, in fact, a volcano. A volcano? Like an actual, you know, molten lava volcano coming out of the ground. Yes. So, <laughs> and it has been erupting ever since, um, pretty reliably. Uh, I think maybe around the end of June, it started kind of this erratic, um, but they don't think dangerous behavior. Um, it's just been this constant, you know, pyroclastic flow, and now it's kind of turning into these surges. They've actually, I think they've had, um, like, basically fire geysers up to 300 meters oh that God. they can see. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. That's a... Uh... <laughs> 
Um, so again, I don't think it's got the. It, it, it's not like a huge flowing types of uh, molten clouds coming out of it. It's just kind of bubbling up with with lava, uh, and it's spewed over, filling a in a valley. Uh, but actually, it's it's turned into a tourist site, uh, and people can actually walk to a safe degree. Uh, along the uh, along the lava fields that are being created that are still warm, uh, but we also are going to bring our drone uh, and we're going to try to get some good aerial footage of the uh, the lava boiling. Uh, but even that, uh, <laughs> we watched something last night. Uh, a guy uh, got a little too close to the lava with his drone. Yeah, there's lots of danger. Like like we we're saying, very different weather in Iceland, and there's very different weather that's created around a volcano, including. Uh, magnetic strife, right? Because right. you've got uh, all the different uh, things that the lava is made up of that can affect uh, your drone and its GPS. And there's gusts of winds. They've actually <laughs> they've identified um, kind of like where it's steaming. There's been swirling patterns, so they, they're calling them little lava nados. <laughs> So you got you got to stay away from the lava nados with your drone. Right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So I got I got to get some I got to get rocks some, in the air. Yeah, I got I got to get some drone practice in this week before we head out there just to just to prepare for that. Uh, we're talking yeah. with my wife Megan here on the WMAY morning news feed, revealing uh, the trip we're planning on taking uh, an international trip. We're heading back to Iceland for a fourth time. I know people are like again. Listen, if you haven't been there, you don't know. Uh, it's pretty incredible. And the fact that there's now a uh, an active volcano that we can go check out, in addition to then driving just a you know a, a half a day to a, a glacial bay. So we're going to see the absolute uh, extremes of fire and ice uh, on Iceland. Uh, but, Megan, there's also uh, some other things that uh, we're going to have to deal with. Uh, the COVID restrictions, of course, uh, and uh, getting into the island is, is all right. Uh, getting back into the United States it could be a little uh, a little trying. Uh, lay that out for us. What are we What are we going to expect as we uh, prepare to head back into the U.S. from our trip in Iceland? Well, I mean, even going back a little bit um, for people planning vacations and for getting out, you know, out into the world after we've been kind of cooped up so long. If you recall, I was thinking about a domestic trip this year, right? And I was actually so frustrated by the time <laughs> I left the computer. I was like, it's actually easier to fly internationally than it is to travel here. Well, and, sure and, and that was because, and that was we because some, of the, some of the places we were looking at were like, uh, you know, natural uh, national parks, for instance, like either Yosemite or uh, Yellowstone. But trying to find an open camping spot there with all of the restrictions that were going on and all the capacity limits that were going on, it, uh, it was a little nerve wracking. Yeah, and and we were thinking of flying domestically, and that, you know, there were there were less restri- or less restrictions internationally than there was domestically. So, uh, so getting back yeah, getting um, back to the Iceland United States from Iceland, yeah, Iceland is they they don't have mask mandates. They've got like eighty plus percent uh, vaccination rates. Uh, the Icelanders are very excited to have tourism back. Uh, but getting back from Iceland to the United States, uh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, um, as of right now, the CDC is still requiring you to be tested three days before you take your flight back to the United States. So if we're going to see the volcano, drive the ring road, check out all the other sites, head back to the major city, get tested, and then drive back to the volcano. Hopefully the volcano doesn't 
you know, have COVID, and I don't think it does. Uh, the temperatures there are a little too hot for that. But uh, <laughs> uh, but then we're going to drive back, and hopefully the, the COVID test's good, and we'll be able to get back into the U.S. Yep. That's the plan. Uh, That's the plan. <laughs> you know, everybody's kind of like, you don't want to make light of the very dangerous event that is a volcano. Like, but people keep saying this is really in kind of the perfect spot. It's yep. it's not near um, any town. The closest town is a, is a wonderful little little village called Grindavik, where we often go and camp on our last day because it is near the airport. So this this volcano that has become a tourist attraction is actually really close to the airport. Right. So we can do that loop around the island if we want. And that, that was kind of like another reason that we're getting the just the van rather than the 4 by 4 truck. Because right. I don't ever want to be too far away from that thing because... It's doing different things all the time. Like people are going out every day and seeing, oh, you know, yeah. they're seeing the landscape change right before their eyes. It's yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible. incredible. And and listen, we're gonna we're gonna do what we can to share live videos or edited videos of our trip. So definitely follow me, Bishop on Air. Uh, just search out Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Bishop on Air. Megan, we'll talk more about this a little bit later on in the week. My wife Megan joining us, everybody. Uh, the excellent planner. Uh, she definitely keeps me grounded and. Uh, uh, she will be the one directing where we go uh, when we uh, visit Iceland. So, uh, greatly appreciate it. Love you. Sorry to interrupt your uh, your workout so you can join me on the air and uh, <laughs> uh, tell everybody what's going on. All right, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk soon. All right. See you guys. Bye. All right. That's my wife Megan here on the WMAY morning news feed and uh, going back to Iceland. Huh? Look at that. That's great. All right. Stay tuned.